The Pelican season tips off tomorrow night. We've got the three biggest storylines going into what's a pretty critical year for New Orleans. Let's break it down in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available five days a week on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube as well. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Tuesday. Tuesday, day before the season tips off for your New Orleans Pelicans. The NBA season starts tonight. I'm excited about that. We get some real basketball that means things, and that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Even if Zion's hurt to start the year, this is a pretty intriguing year for the Pelicans, a very important year for New Orleans, and we're going to cover the three biggest storylines in today's show. First one, Zion Williamson. Number two, internal growth and how much better truly is the team. And number three, in Willie Green. We trust we're going to cover it all in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. All right, let's just kind of dive into it. The three biggest storylines for the Pelicans going into this year. Number one, this one should be pretty obvious. It's always going to be number one as long as he's on the team. Zion Williamson. And it's really like a catch-all, right? It's not one specific thing about Zion Williamson. It's literally everything having to do with Zion Williamson. You could rename this team to the New Orleans Zion Williamsons, and it wouldn't necessarily be that far off from the truth. Everything's going to revolve around him. He's that transcendent of a player, that important to the organization, and also kind of just the most interesting with everything else going on. So look, everything around Zion Williamson. Number one, his injury, right? How long is he going to be out for? That's a huge storyline kind of hanging over the head of the organization. When he comes back from that, what's he going to look like? Is is he a little overweight? Is he not in as good shape as he could be? Is he a little bit winded? Is he not in game shape, let's say, and the conditioning isn't quite there? Or is he fine? And what sort of restrictions is he going to have? That was a huge pain point his rookie year between him, David Griffin, and the rest of the organization. And it's clear that he harbors some resentment over that, let's say. Is he going to be on restrictions? What what are they going to let him do? Like, how do, how do you balance that act, right? If he's on bursts, is he going to close games? Is he not? What if he thinks he's fine to play, but the team's like, wait, hold on. Do you try and save him from himself, potentially? Do you let him trust his body and know his body? These are big things because that might kind of define the relationship between these two sides going forward. So when he's back on the court, that's a huge thing I'm going to be looking at. When he's on the court... How dominant is he truly going to be as Point Zion and gets to kind of do that role full time now? We know Willie Green's going to run that. We know the team wants to run that. And now you're going to get not a full year, I guess, of Point Zion Williamson, but a whole bunch of Point Zion. It's like music to my ears. We know, as I said in yesterday's show, where the team has some weaknesses. And I said perimeter playmaking, I think, is one of them. They're hoping to kind of 
make up for that with a guy like Zion running that point forward role. Same thing to a lesser extent, Brandon Ingram as well. But point Zion just being such a focal point of the offense, get the ball in his hands and let him bend defenses. Yes, that's what this team wants to do. And then is he taking a step on defense? He would, he got better as the season got on. Brandon Ingram was kind of abysmal on that end all year, but Zion steadily improved over time, but it's your third year. This is where you're supposed to really start to see some strides. Even if Zion's first two years in the league, or at least his rookie year, were kind of derailed to an extent by injuries and they shut him down early last season after a broken finger, which whatever, but this is when you're supposed to make some strides on defense. He doesn't need to be an amazing defender. He's not going to look like he did at Duke for a variety of reasons just again it's better players the court's better spaced you're not going to see him kind of make some of those same type of plays Um, you're not going to see him block shots on the three-point line because the three-point line is further back something people kind of forget Um, but is he going to make strides as an individual defender as a team defender and not be completely lost on that side of the ball I think that's a big thing. And then the final point, the final like kind of Zion-esque storyline. I could do a whole show on just Zion storylines, but I just want to kind of run through them quickly here, is if this team wins, does the noise around him quiet down? Do all the people being like, oh, he's going to want out, he wants out, his parents, blah, 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 which again, all unsourced reporting for the most part, right? And just kind of conjecture and things like that. Does that quiet down if the team wins or does it not? If it does, it should, and it should, right? Cool. That's that's kind of answers a lot of questions. If it doesn't, is there something going on behind the scenes, or is that again other people just kind of making stuff up to try and get their name out there, clout chasing, as a lot of people like to say? And then if the Pelicans don't win, if the team isn't much improved, and we're going to talk about that coming up here in the next segment, does the noise get? How, how loud does it get? Right? He's going to be extension eligible this off season. It's a little terrifying to kind of walk into. And if the team isn't good, what's that mean? What's that going to look like? Those are all of the Zion storylines that I'm going to be paying attention to this year because there's a lot of them. And as I said, you know, kind of our basketball orbit here in New Orleans revolves around the sun, which is Zion Williamson at this point in time. So coming up next, internal development, youth development, internal growth, all of those words. We'll talk about that coming up next is my second biggest storyline on the year in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by the Theragun. Don't let the stresses of daily life weigh on your body, whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me just trying to make it through the day tension-free. Theragun can help. The Theragun is a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth speed and power and it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush the gen 4 theragun doesn't just feel good it gets to the source of pain by releasing tension using theragun signature percussive therapy which goes 60 percent deeper than vibration alone whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out an injury or just the stresses of everyday life there's no substitute for the theragun gen 4 the oled screen and design makes it feel like you're holding something from the future just go to their site and check it out and the theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real. Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, hundreds of thousands of customers as well. So try Theragun for 30 days starting at $199. Go to therabody.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash locked on, therabody.com slash locked on. All right. Thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available five days a week for you all. No one else coming to you like this, breaking down the games, 
previews, the biggest storylines around the team, and just giving you insight that you don't get anywhere else. So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Don't forget about Locked On Saints is your second listen every single day. Ross Jackson breaking down everything you want to know about the black and gold. All right, today we're looking at the three biggest storylines for the Pelicans. Everything Zion was number one, as it should be. Number two, though, I think is where things really start to kind of get interesting around this team. And that is internal growth. And, you know, how much better is this roster, right? We've, they're, they're kind of banking on one thing, and it's internal growth. Yes, they signed Devontae Graham, a nice enough free agent at a very good price, mind you. But you lost a guy like Lonzo Ball, who's kind of key, right? You didn't get one of those big name free agents that you wanted in Chris Paul and Kyle Lowry. So how much better is the team? And if they're going to take a step forward, yeah, it's going to be behind Zion and Brandon Ingram. But you need others to step up. And that's kind of what they're hoping for. Yes, Devontae Graham, we know what he's probably going to give you. But what is Nikhil Alexander-Walker going to give you? What is Kyra Lewis Jr. going to give you? What is Jackson Hayes going to give you? You're, you know, and to a lesser extent, Trey Murphy, right? The rookie as well. And maybe even Didi Luzada Silva is, is someone to kind of throw in that name to, in that kind of area too. They're banking on a lot of internal development. And this is where we're really going to see to an extent how good of a job David Griffin, this training staff, and kind of like the organization as a whole is doing. If Nikhil Alexander-Walker becomes an above average starter for this team, even if he's not actually starting but playing starter minutes, let's say, that's a big win for the organization. They drafted that guy, they brought him along, and he's developed and kind of blossomed into a really key critical piece for them that's going to help them win basketball games. David Griffin can point to that and go, maybe I screwed up some other stuff. He wouldn't say that. But just because he screwed up some other stuff, look at the ones he's gotten right. And that's a big, big thing. And he has a chance to kind of prove that this year. Same for Jackson Hayes, was a super developmental prospect when they took him at eight overall. A guy I'm still very high on. He's shown flashes of like everything you want. Does he start to put it more together with the work of this coaching staff, the training staff, the front office who believed in him? All of that. Same for Kyra Lewis Jr. too. Someone that I think they you know let Lonzo Ball go because they really believe he can kind of contribute in that point guard role. Does he take a step forward? If if they do, this team will win basketball games. It's really that simple. And then they have them all cost-controlled, long-term contracts. The future looks really bright here in New Orleans if those guys kind of come to fruition with what they're capable of doing. But if they don't, that's when you get a little bit nervous, right? Because this team won't be good. Uh, you know, Devontae Graham's only going to be, well, they'll be fine. Like, Devontae Graham's only going to be able to do so much. He's a somewhat limited player. We've seen that. Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson should be able to get you pretty far, but you need those other guys too. And it's going to be the guys they drafted, that internal growth, that internal development. If this is a playoff team and a, game, you know, a team that gets out of the play in tournament, let's say, it's kind of on the back of that. Those are going to be what really elevate them. Zion should take you there, so should B.I., but to get a little bit further, they need some help, and it's that internal growth, that internal development. That's kind of what they're banking on. That would be, if you're David Griffin, a big you know feather in your cap, a big win, to go look at what I've done here. When he talks about sustainably winning, you know what that means? It means they're not getting big-name free agents. They can't just retool on the fly like that. You've got to draft well. You've got to keep cost-controlled assets on rookie deals, and then those restricted free agent extensions. And you might have three, four guys, five guys who really want to throw Zion in there that, that do all of that. And that should send a message to Zion Williamson too. You're not going to go to another team that has more young talent than New Orleans does right now. Or at least good young talent, right? He should be able to look at this and go, oh man, Nikhil's a stud. 
Jackson Hayes is a starter. Kyra Lewis Jr. is like a six-man off the bench. Trey Murphy looks like he's going to be an f- easy future starter that lasts in the league a long, long time. Where else are you going to go where it looks like, on paper, you're going to get into the playoffs every year for the next decade? There's no other team with a situation like that. So having that internal growth, one, takes some of the heat off of David Griffin, kind of makes it okay that you can have free agent free agency failures, right? Free agency period failures where you don't get those big names and those names that you want. You got everything right here in house. So I think that would be a big win for New Orleans. And look, I'm watching these guys to see if they're really improving and if they're kind of taking that next step. It's massively important for New Orleans this season, not just for this year, but the long-term future of the franchise as well. So coming up, Third biggest storyline, Willie Green. Let's get into it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Football's back. Basketball season is back. And if you want to bet on this season and have more props, odds, and lines than ever before, BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus free money right there from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And look, they have every odd and prop you could want. If you think Brandon Ingram is going to go over 30 points per game, you can bet on that or even for one single game. Anything you want, you can go and get it over at betonline.ag. Um, so bet online where the game starts. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Look, you can't make an appointment right now at a mechanic or a car dealership. They're just backed up and you need your car and you need to keep it running. So if you're working on your car yourself, you want to get the cheapest parts available. You don't want to overpay on all of those things. It's not a fun situation. And when you go into those chain stores, you don't know really what you're paying, if it's overpriced or not, because they have one part. They're going to charge you whatever price that is, and you're just kind of stuck. But you have access to computers with rockauto.com at home and in your pocket on your phone. So save time and money when using rockauto.com. Do not choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. They mark it up because they know they can rockauto.com doesn't do that. It's just a family business serving do-it-yourselfers online for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every single customer, and they could have, they have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. And look, I work on my cars. I order most of my parts through rockauto.com, and they're always cheaper. Like It's unbelievable how they do this. Whether you want like the high-end race car parts, you can get that, or if you just need something to kind of get you through the city where you don't need brakes that will necessarily stop on a dime, but stop you pretty quickly, you can get all of that at rockauto.com. So you can choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. So go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Free and available five days a week for y'all on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, and available on YouTube. And please comment on YouTube. I asked you yesterday, what were the three biggest weaknesses you saw? You guys let me know. You disagreed with me. Some of you agreed with me too. I love it. Let me know what you think the three biggest storylines are for the Pelicans this year. Am I missing anything? Do you disagree with what I'm saying? And for your second listen, go check out the Locked On Saints podcast. Ross Jackson doing a great job breaking down everything black and gold. 
All right, we just went over Zion, number one storyline, always going to be that way. Internal growth, development, Nikhil, Jackson Hayes, Kyra Lewis Jr., all of them. They need those guys to step up if they want to make it into the playoffs and be a good team and then send a message to Zion and the rest of the league that New Orleans is kind of where it's at, right? So number three, Willie Green, the new head coach. It's night and day, the feeling between him and Stan Van Gundy. There's just no getting around it, right? Like Stan Van Gundy, that was a freaking disaster here. Just didn't fit with the players. Looked like to an extent the game had kind of passed him by to a certain degree, right? Uh, kind of unable to connect with modern, current NBA players, you know, and get their buy-in and all that. And they hated playing for him. And he kind of just rubbed everyone wrong. And it makes you wonder how he got hired by David Griffin in the first place. But he's gone, and in comes Willie Green, a former player, a guy that just kind of seems to build connections and make connections with people and is genuine and like a human and also really smart, right? But has lived these guys' shoes and can really get through to them. And look, the early returns, we, we loved the hire originally. The early returns have been very good that this was the right decision for New Orleans. So after three seasons and three different head coaches were hopeful that David Griffin and the rest of the front office has it correct in Willie Green. And it seems like they do. But it's also a rookie coach that's coming into a weird situation, right? Zion's not healthy. they got a very different roster than they did last year. He's got to work with David Griffin, who wants to have input on decisions, whether it's rotations, st- who starts, who doesn't, all of that stuff. That's not the easiest thing to try and navigate as a rookie head coach. Is he going to be able to do that? Is he going to be able to kind of get the buy-in of the players to play defense when two other coaches have not really been able to do that? So it's a guy that we need to kind of help elevate New Orleans to, that we've heard the discontent stuff of Zion and David Griffin. But look, the person he's going to be act, interacting with the most is Willie Green. It's Willie Green who's going to be out there talking to him on a daily basis, trying to kind of mold him into the basketball player that we all want him to be. How do they connect? How does Willie Green connect to the other guys on the roster like Brandon Ingram and so on and so forth? It's kind of the biggest story, right? Like if you want this ship to get righted, it's more on Willie Green than probably anyone else associated with this organization. I've said it before, in Willie, we trust. Uh, Todd Graffinini, radio voice of your New Orleans Pelicans, is the one who introduced that phrase to me when we were texting the other day. He's right. Like they, Willie Green has kind of been night and day. He's given me rave reviews about him from practices and his interactions with him. Todd has. That's nice, man. Look, this team just didn't care last year because, like, screw Stan Van Gundy was their attitude. Imagine that team last year if they cared the whole season. Should have been better, right? Imagine this team, which we think is better than they were last year to a certain degree, if they care the whole season. It's Willie Green's job. And that's why in Willie we trust, but he's learning on a pretty steep curve here. This isn't easy. Is he going to, you know, meet and rise to that challenge? Or is he going to have some ups and downs as coaches too and make some kind of, you know, mistakes, which it's okay to make mistakes, of course, but in such a critical season, those kind of get magnified a little bit, I think. But in Willie, we trust. So there you go. The three biggest storylines, in my opinion, Zion Williamson, everything around him, internal growth, and Willie Green. So let me know on YouTube in the comments or on Twitter at Nola Jake. What are your three biggest storylines this season? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree? I enjoy the interaction with you all. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Rest of the week tomorrow, we're going to preview opening night and what to expect and what I'm watching for in that game. Then we're going to talk about that game, our takeaways from that, win or lose. It's going to probably be pretty insightful about 
the first couple of weeks of the season are going to look like for New Orleans. Then on Friday, we're going to get you set for the weekend and also talk about the Chicago Bulls game that night. So thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow to start the Pelicans season.